It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. We're gonna jump right into it. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and get get, get out of the way now. Okay, out of the way. So, what we're talking about today is um, I wanted to touch on two episodes and kind of blend them together and then touch on something else. So, and it's this is about six nine. So if you're not interested, then go ahead and click out. But I'm about to use six nine and what he does and what he's doing and what's probably about to happen to him. Um, as an example for stuff that we need to avoid in real life. You know what's crazy, man? Can I just say something to y'all real quick? The moon is in a different part of the sky every time I come outside. On any other day, that moon is all the way over there. Now it's all the way. I don't know. I don't study shit like that, y'all. So anyways, let me talk to y'all about 6 9 right? So 6 9 <clears throat> 6 9 is basically... um. So what's, what's happened recently, of course, is we know Lil Reese, uh, well, you probably don't know, but I'll just tell you. Uh, one of the people that 6ix9ine has directly went out is, has gotten shot. There was a video released of him, like, basically laying around bleeding. Allegedly, he stole somebody's car. Um, it sounds like a deeper situation than that. Like, he didn't just steal somebody's car. It was something that went wrong, and I think he hopped in the car to get away from the people shooting at him, but it didn't work out too well, obviously. Um, so 6ix9ine, you know, went on the internet and trolled him for that and made fun of him. And then Little Dirt had a show recently, I guess last night, where he told everybody that was on stage with him to get off the stage. And he said, you know, 6ix9ine commented, oh, the crowd is is more dead than his friend because, you know, Little Dirt lost a friend, um, King Vaughn, last year. Can I go off topic really quick since I just brought up King Von? Do y'all mind? You know King Von's baby mama or his girlfriend that was so in love with him when he was alive, which was just, I mean, a couple months ago. I remember when I was in Chicago and I seen the billboard. So I, I think King Von died, if I could just guess, maybe around November or something like that. Because I remember when I was in Chicago, I was in Chicago. I went in November and I came back in December. When I was in December, I, I was really in Chicago. Like I was really there, like driving around and everything. I was working, and um, I seen the King Von billboards, you know, rest in peace billboards downtown. You know, I guess he had a lot of influence in that city. Um, they put him in the they they put his face in the good part, yo. I wasn't, I drove past Old Block, but anyways, do you know his girlfriend's on the internet now talking about some? I'm gonna make sure I choose my baby daddy wisely. Oh, look at uh, JT or Jada, one of them, one of them little girls that these rappers be dating she get all the cars and bags she want i mean th his body is still fresh i mean for crying out loud he could be in a deep ass coma like you already told me i'm gonna pick my next baby daddy way wisely so that way i can get me a, a bag and a car i mean these these these, these women y'all niggas just what y'all like that's what y'all like that's what that's what y'all like that's what y'all like that's what y'all like. into that that's the woman you want nigga barely dead only been dead for a couple months. She already on the internet talking about some bags and cars. She don't miss this nigga. She don't miss the dick. She don't miss the man. She misses the money. But that's what y'all like. That's what y'all want. That's when that's when niggas want women that are going to use them. I seen um that pussy boy. What's his name? Uh, Justin, Justin La Girl, on internet talking about some. Um, I give all my money to my wife, not to his wife, to his to his girl. Um, he said. Come on, baby, come take all my money. This sucker ass nigga, like y'all niggas is really lame. And and you know what's sad about it, y'all? 
it's just more proof that a lot of these dudes, that, as cool as they are and as much money they got now, these dudes didn't grow up getting ass like that. These dudes ain't no way in hell you was you was pulling you been pulling women like like to me. There's nothing wrong with you know having to get things in life to get better things in life, but at the same time, like I've always had my way. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always had my way. Did I get every single one? No. <laughs> like no, I did not. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I always had my way. I ain't never been the type of nigga that just was in a different bracket. No, I've always had my, I always, let me, let me tell you once again, I've always had my way. I've been having my way. You know what I'm saying? So like money, that's just going to make it what, what that going to do? You know what I'm saying? So like these niggas, you could tell they, they wasn't having their way before some money because there's no way hell I'm going to go out there and get money and go date one of these hoes. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I'm serious on some real shit. If y'all ever see me, man, like, dead ass, like, y'all know I go by Tommy V. Y'all know it's Free Band Scholar. If y'all ever see me famous and wealthy, because I can't settle for rich, and y'all see me one of these type of hoes, I'm, I beg you. I, I, I know it's going to be embarrassing. I might even get you killed for doing it, but I still, just just take the risk for me, brother. And when you do it, make sure you tell me this is why you're doing it so I don't do it. So, so I won't get you killed. You know what I'm saying? But just when you see me and come see me, like find me, you know what I'm saying? Like don't just wait till you see me because you might not ever see me. Come find me and slap the dog shit out of me, okay? And tell me, like, bro, you, this is what you said to do on your podcast. You told me to do this in May of 2021. You made a podcast episode where you said to slap the shit out of you if I ever see you one of these these ratchet hoes who, who don't deserve, they don't, they don't even deserve a rapper. You know what I'm saying? They, they really don't deserve a man. Like they really deserve death and boredom and loneliness stranded somewhere abandoned hanging from a tree i don't know like i'm really sick and tired of them because they so they so they just too arrogant and disrespectful like how dare like his his home all right we don't went off too much i'm, I'm sorry as soon as i said king von name I, that tweet popped up in my head and it was recent this was like a week ago so that's why i just went off on that tangent there but let's get back to six nine y'all let's get back to six nine let's get back to six nine i don't wish death on her i'm just i'm just talking shit okay Let's get back to 6ix9ine. So 6ix9ine says, you know, deader than your homeboy, whatever, talking about the crowd. Then Academics, the trouble starter of the hip-hop industry, posts a video where he's talking about um, where Young Thug is on there talking about, you know, he ba- he basically placed a bet before the whole 6ix9ine situation had went down that um, he was going to snitch. He bet $5,000 that 6ix9ine was going to snitch. And then after the after it all you know, went down he also then made another bet that something was going to happen to him as soon as he stepped out of the house and nothing happened to him as we probably if you keep up with this type of stuff or you got a friend around you who does who informs you of these things you know six nine has been back performing recently he's jumped into a crowd um and some of y'all are probably like, well, Tommy, why is it so important to you? You talk about stocks and what's going on with the black community and stuff like that. Why are you talking about 6 9 bro? Like, seriously? Because I've, if you go back and you, you scroll all the way down, I know I post a lot of episodes, right? But if you go down and you scroll all the way down, um, you'll find the 6 9 episode. And, I, and I, I explain to you why this whole situation is so important to me. It does tie into the black community. Because what 6 9 has single-handedly done is he has single-handedly exposed niggas. Okay, I'm going to tell you how. First of all, I'm going to just go ahead and say, say this. If 6 9 was black, he would have been dead a long time ago. He would have never made it to snitching on nobody because they would have killed his ass in 2000. What was that? Uh, 
I want to say 19, 18. They would have, yeah, I think so. Yeah, 2018. They would have they killed that boy in 2018, 2017. All the shit he was talking. He would have been got beat up or he'd be dead by now. I don't want to hear all that security shit. Y'all kill niggas. Y'all beat niggas up. Y'all chase niggas around. Y'all set niggas up. Y'all rob niggas for way less. Way less. Way less. Okay, 6ix9ine is single-handedly exposed the streets. I don't want to hear all that, but we don't take them serious because that is, let's keep it real. If you're really from that life or if you've even viewed that life before, you know that ain't never stopped a group of niggas from chasing down another nigga. The fact that they didn't take him serious or the fact that he was clearly a pussy or the fact that we all, well, we know he saw that ain't never stopped y'all. It's a lot of niggas right now that got a lot of stripes that come from pussy niggas, obvious pussy niggas. Okay, they got a lot of stripes from beating up on and robbing and killing and shooting at dudes who everybody knew was soft anyway. It's niggas who have made whole names in the in the in these streets that have that have carried them over into other parts of life too. Business. Now they legit because of who they were from beating up on pussies. Tookie Williams. Big Tookie was known for being a bully. He wasn't running around just knocking everybody out. And I'm not saying he was scared of people his own size. But there's a lot of stories about Tukey running around choking out niggas that was peewees. You know what I'm saying? Taking their lunch money and stuff like that. Tukey Williams was a was a was a, was your average bully. Okay? Tukey Williams, yes, the big was he what was he? West Side Crip? Big old Crip nigga, right? Jamie Foxx played him in a movie or something like that. Yes, that dude right there, Tukey, was a bully. Okay, so, like, let's not act like this is something else. It, so, it, it just shows you, like, why is it why is it like that? I've been in situations where I've seen niggas make fun of niggas because they did something to a white dude. Bro, you did it to a white boy? Bro, you ain't hard, bro. Like, what you... So, so we only give credit and it's only cool to hurt black people? Now, I'm not saying you should go out there and hurt white people. I'm not saying you should go out there and kill Mexicans. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that why is it that we give everybody else a pass, but we turn around and kill each other? And that goes back into the, the, the dehumanizing that have been conditioned in us to dehumanize black men and not see us with the same love that we would see another human. I've seen dudes beat the dog shit out of black other black dudes like it was nothing. And then when a white boy getting beat up, as soon as he started to bleed, all right, bro, chill, 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 bro. Y'all chill. Come on, bro. What y'all doing him like that for? Come on, bro. Chill. No. Fuck him. He did the same. He violated the same way the nigga down the street did. When y'all was beating up on the nigga down the street, y'all had no mercy on him. You slammed him. I remember when I was growing up, there was a boy, rest in peace. I think, if I'm not mistaken, his name was Bobby Tillman. Look him up. Bobby Tillman was a little-ass black dude. He was one of them ones, just like y'all say, well, you know, we don't take him serious. He was a little small, light-skinned, soft, black dude. Skinny, small as hell. These four bigger black guys beat the shit out of him. And I say that with respect to his name. I'm not trying to disrespect him when I say beat the shit. I'm talking about they literally beat that boy to death. He died. This happened in Douglasville. This happened when I was growing up. Okay? They killed him. They killed him. You know what? You know what they beat him up for? Because they couldn't get into the party, right? The people that was hosting the party said, "No, nah, you know, y'all can't come in here." You know, I guess they was the local troublemakers of the area, right? So, uh, and and for anybody who's not familiar with Atlanta and its out its outer cities, Douglasville is an outer city. So this is like a country ass suburb, if you if you if I must say so myself, right? Like 
But this is what's happening over here, right? They beating. So one of the dudes told the girl who was hosting the party, okay, well, bet the next nigga who walk up, we gonna beat his ass. The next nigga who walked up happened to, I ain't even gonna call him a nigga, sorry. I'm starting to, uh, um, was Bobby Tillman. And they beat him to death. They had no mercy on him. No mercy. No mercy. And I'm pretty sure if we're just talking physical stature, Bobby Tillman was smaller than uh, 6'9". 6'9 got a little weight on him. He looked like he got a little, little, little weight he could throw around if he wanted to. All right, not to mention he keeps inviting all the energy onto himself, which we're going to talk about in a second. So, at this, academics post a video of, of Young Thug very calmly just talking about the situation, the bet that was placed. Um, 6 9 just starts to start trolling Young Thug. Now, all of this just happened. This is, it is 10.03. It is May 17th, Monday. This is, all of this just happened. I just seen this and I was like, oh, I gotta go talk about this. So, what I'm about to do, let me just see. Has he posted anything else? Because he posted a picture of Young Thug 35 minutes ago in his story and posted him with makeup on saying, these the real niggas in Atlanta, slat with a bunch of snakes. So then you got, on. Uh, let's see, maybe he done said something on his best friend Academics page. On Academics page, he say, um, okay, so Academics posted that. Um... Yeah, so no, there's nothing new as we're sitting here talking. Maybe by the end of this episode, there, there'll be something else he done did. You know, 6 9 he don't he don't let up. You know what I'm saying? He will troll somebody who don't even troll him back. Like, <laughs> Lil Durk ain't said nothing to this nigga in like two months. He's still, he's still on Lil Durk neck. It's like he almost wants something bad to happen to him. I don't know if he feels like he's just so protected. Um, I feel like, you know, guys like 6 9 they probably never been beat up before, probably never had to actually fight before. So no matter what happens, life is still a game to those type of guys until it actually stops being a game. Mike Tyson had a famous quote. He says uh, something like, um, we all have a plan until we get punched in the face, right? So it's like it's all, it's all fun and games until he actually really feels it because here's the thing about 6 9 and this was actually what really what the episode was supposed to be about. I wasn't going to talk about how he exposed, how he exposing things like that single handedly just really just showed because let's keep it real. Like, let's not go back into it too much, but let's keep it real. Think about it. Like, think on a big perspective. Look at all the stuff 6ix9ine has said and all the stuff that he's actually physically went to these people's neighborhoods and done, right? I mean, this is the only rapper that we could think of right now that we know for a fact has had somebody shoot at somebody before. He had somebody shoot at Chief Keef. Everybody used to think Chief Keef was just the biggest, you know, just mob boss in the rap game, right? So just like, you got to think about it. This guy is actually, I know he doesn't get no gangster points for it because he quote unquote ratted or whatever like that. But however, this dude has actually done things, right? He had Trippy Red get punched in the face. Like, you know, he's, 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 he's putting money on people's heads. You know, he's doing stupid shit. If any, if any black rapper... I put it this way, 21 Savage, we all can agree, has some credibility in the streets, right? We can all agree that Lil Baby has has some too, right? As big as 21 Savage could probably get out here in these streets, right? From a street level. If 21 Savage was to wake up tomorrow morning and say, you know what, Audi nigga some pussy. Audi nigga some pussy, man, you know what, Audi nigga some pussy. Uh, they letting the nigga six nine, they letting six nine just talk about them any type of way, talk about they dead homie, fuck that, I'm gonna try all these niggas up. 
He went and tried every everybody that six nines ever tried. He went and tried every last one of them up. Every last one of them. It'd be it'd be niggas. It, I give it a couple weeks before you t- you start hearing about random shootouts and fist fights between. It might even be Twenty One Savage directly and uh, I'll just say Lil Dirk directly. But them, their homeboys, oh, it's gonna be getting into it. They're not gonna get booked at music festivals no more because they already know what time and time it is. This Twenty One Savage and yo. What I'm trying to say is that it's not about scary or not scary or who's pussy and who's not pussy. It's just simply y'all don't realize it because it's not a conscious thing. And I'm, I'm not dissing Lil Durk or none of them saying that they're, they're intentionally doing this. But I guarantee you, if 69 was black, y'all would have y'all said, fuck all this shit y'all scared about. Because right now, if you ask Lil Durk, right? If you know him and you ask him, like, bro, why we ain't doing nothing to 69 yet? He didn't disrespect the dead homies. He didn't pull up on old block. Like, yo, like, why we ain't doing nothing to this nigga? He wildin', like. Anybody else, we'd, we'd have had them drilled already. Like, why we ain't doing it to him? Here's a little Dirk gonna tell you. He gonna tell you one of these few things. He gonna say, well, he's a snitch. You know, you know he being watched by them boys right now, so we can't really touch him because he got the police watching him. Then they gonna say, well, he always got security with him, bro. He always got 20, 30, 40 security guards with him. Then they gonna, then he gonna say, oh, um, you know, he a pussy, bro. Fuck 6ix9ine, like, man. Anybody still know damn 6ix9ine? Little, little bitch ass nigga, like, like that. You know, he ain't nobody. You know, he just all talk. You know what I'm saying? He know when he see us, he gonna run, blah, 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 right? Yo, niggas say all that shit. But at the end of the day, when does that have us stopped anybody from anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, if 21 Savage, a nigga who not pussy, who, I don't know, maybe you might go against him and lose. It's not even a guaranteed W. Like, no. And 6ix9ine is so hated right now by the hip-hop industry and culture Ain't nobody gonna judge y'all and say, man, y'all went and bombed on 6ix9ine. Y'all niggas lame. Y'all soft. Nobody gonna say that shit at all, bro. I'm just saying, like, niggas, niggas is getting touched for less. A nigga ran up on the stage. And look at XXXTentacion. I know y'all didn't seen that nigga fight. That nigga could fight. Niggas ran up on him and punched him on the, punched, knocked him out on stage. Rest in peace, X, not to bring it up. I'm just saying. Like, like niggas is running up on niggas for less. Dude ran up in the parking lot Full of Crips and shot Nipsey Hussle dead. He didn't think about like, yo, I know somebody else out there got a gun. Somebody gonna kill me. They all know where I live. They all know me. He just ran up in there and did what he did. For less. For less. Niggas didn't kill niggas for less. Tupac got killed for less. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. Like it's 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 just it just shows you. Even when you look at the gang war in L.A., you always hear about these black gangs. You know the Mexicans in L.A. don't even like black people, bro. Them niggas, them niggas hate black people more than some southern white people do, right? But the black gang is always trying to make peace every time something happens between the black gang and the Mexican gang. Always trying to make peace, always. But they can't make peace with the black dudes on the street that they been having beefing with. They want to kill them. They want to kill them, you know what I'm saying? But they, they they can't make but they can't make peace. Come on now, look at it. Look at Chicago, GD versus BD. Latin King walk around free. He roaming the streets by himself. He don't give a damn. Ain't nobody touching him. All the black gang beefing with each other. Black gang BD GD from the same nation beefing. Latin King walk right past him like yo, what's up, y'all niggas good? Yeah 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 yeah. Anyway, nigga, I'm phone them, nigga. I'm gonna kill you, nigga. On merch, I'm gonna kill you, nigga. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's our people though. That's what's going on. And that's why that's why this is such an important thing. Now I'm about to bring something different. Here we have, let's examine this situation now. Run, run this down with me. Here we have 
a Mexican that come from poverty, whose dad was murdered, who then went off to become a rapper, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? This man went off to become a rapper. He became a blood when he once he became a rapper. Then he started doing gangster shit, selling drugs, right? They say he was selling drugs, getting niggas robbed, getting niggas hit. Uh, he got somebody to go shoot at Chief Keith, another rapper. Like, then he on the internet talking more shit than 50 Cent used to back in the early 2000s. Like, this nigga been talk more shit than anybody. In one year, he talked more shit than any rapper ever talked. Right? He done did all this stuff, right? Okay, so check this out, guys. Like, follow me. Okay, so here he go. 6ix9ine, beefing, going hard with everybody, right? Disrespecting niggas. Yo, fuck Chief Keith. Fuck Lil Dirk. To this day, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I missed it. I don't remember what even started Chief Keith beef. It's like he just woke up one day and was like, you know what? These guys don't want to mess with me. Well, fine. Now, I don't know if they denied him for a feature or something, but I don't remember what started his tension with Chief Keith because I've never heard Chief Keith say six times name. I've never, ever heard Chief Keith say six nines name. It's like maybe that was the problem. I don't know. 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 I don't know where six nine got his beef with... Um, Chicago at all honestly I don't remember any of them saying his name first if I could be real with you okay now he's trying to come at young thug right here's my thing bro you became a blood you did all the gangster shit you did probably more you've probably slicked and I, and I know some people will kill me for saying this but when you think about it just on paper right just on paper let's take away the snitching for a second you've probably technically in one year done more gangster shit or been a part of more gangster shit and been around more gangsters than some of these so-called gangster rappers. Let's just keep it real. Like, let's just keep it real. Some of these niggas right now, they couldn't get somebody to touch if they really wanted to. It ain't about what they do or wouldn't do. They just don't got nobody around them that would actually go to their downtown area and shoot at another rapper outside of a hotel full of cameras. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't really have people around them that's just wild like that. You know what I'm saying? So, here's the thing about it, right? Um... Here's the thing about it. Okay, you did all of that, right? Then, for whatever reason, you know, you could justify it, unjustify it, for whatever reason, whether you agree with what he did or not, then you go to jail and you rat. And and it's not like we didn't already know you ratted. Then you come out of jail and you tell us. So now we it's fully confirmed. You'll never, ever be able to take that back because we already knew. The news had already told us. TMZ was all over it. Everybody already knew. It was all in the paperwork. It was all in the courthouse. Documents, everything. Then you come and just confirmed it just so we just never could ever deny it again. For If, if anybody had any doubts, yes, I ratted. Okay? You went on live with it. Then you dropped the song where you was like, ha hey, ha, hey, how I how I rag come home to a big bag. So then you started then you started kind of boasting about it, right? Then the whole time you're doing all this, you're on house arrest. You're shooting videos, you're working with different artists, right? You um then just to just to keep adding more insult to the injury, you drop your first album from coming home from jail called Tattletales, which made a lot of people who probably wanted to support you say, nah, I can't do that. You even went and dropped Tattletales clothing right um really just screwing yourself even more if you ask me you should have just maybe made the live and just never talked about it again you know what i'm saying that was it to make it into a joke it wasn't it wasn't funny nobody laughed at that joke right except for like kids like nobody of any respect or decency or honor laughed at the joke some people even understand why you read it i i would even go as far as say i i understand why you read it i um 
Once it becomes a joke, it's not funny anymore. Because now you're playing with people's lives and people's freedom. Once again, if he was black, he'd be fucked up. You know, Mexican, um, just non-black, period. I'm not going to say Mexican, just non-black. I guess it's a, he gets a pass, right? I mean, I don't know. Right? So then you pop out. You pop out. You walking around New York for a couple of days. Then you go out to, I want to say he went to Chicago next or L.A. He went to L.A. when stayed in front of Nipsey Hussle's picture uh, with a little smirk on his face. And then he went and he went to Old Block and so he was smoking some somebody pack when he hit that cigarette or whatever. I, I, I watched this nigga. You know what I'm saying? He 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 did all of these things because what y'all got to realize is, bro, like watching 6 9 is like watching a live movie. Like one day this is gonna be a movie, and we're gonna some of us are gonna be able to say, "Well, I I, uh, I watched this shit." And it's gonna be kind of fun to see the the comparison. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like literally like watching a fucking movie being made. We've never, I think. Well, I guess the last time we watched a movie like this was Biggie and Pac. I didn't get to watch that movie though. You see what I'm saying? So this is my time to watch the movie, right? So this this so this nigga who they already have like two documentaries out about because they everybody knows it's just a matter of time like bro is playing with serious fire and um it's, it's at the point now where if he if he was to get shot who who are we gonna blame like who who are the police looking at first because at the end of the day everybody told me they're scared to kill six nine it's the best time to kill six nine honestly i'm not saying i wish death on him or i want him to die but this would be the best time because the police are gonna look at it and say you know what Whatever, you know, because they're not going to know where to start. As, as long as there's no witness, no evidence, they're not going to know where to start. Who are they going to interview? Because he done pissed off so many people. I mean, who's to really say who killed him? Who's to say? Like, seriously, if 6 9 gets shot right now, we have no evidence, no witnesses. Just all we can say, oh, it was a black car that did the shooting. That's it, right? There's a million black cars in the world. But how do we know it wasn't Thug? It wasn't uh, Lil Durk. It wasn't just some random niggas who say, fuck it. For the culture, like it, 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 it could literally be anybody at this point. This man to piss some. It could be some gay dudes who are like, "You used our rainbow and you didn't give us no credit." You know what? We're gonna kill this nigga. Mm-mm. Like it could have been anybody to kill this nigga six nine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it could be literally anybody. But here's the thing about it: the whole lesson I'm using here, and I want people to get. I know it took me some time to get here, but y'all know me. I got to build things up sometimes, y'all, so y'all can get a foundation. That's how you build a house, right? When you do so much shit and you get away with it, or that's at least what it seems like is happening to you, right? Why would you keep digging a hole? Why keep digging a hole? Bro, you done did so much stuff and got away with it. Why would you continue to dig a hole in a hole for yourself? See, this is what I just talked to y'all about the other day with the internet. People think this this internet thing is going to kill people, bro. I was watching a documentary the other day, and this girl, this famous girl said some real shit. She said, if everything shuts down, can you go back to being yourself? So it's like, bro, you really about to do all this damage to yourself. For what? For what? For 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 what? What's crazy is to a certain extent, bro, I would consider Six Nine a talented artist. And I think that he's a very entertaining and funny person and he doesn't have to be gangster. It wasn't it wasn't the gangster shit he was doing that, that had attracted me to him before everything went down. It was the it was just he was funny. Like you know, he would jump in water, you know what I'm saying? He would, you know, go running really fast. Like he didn't need to try to kill people, bro. It's like you're doing way too much for what? 
And I've noticed that a lot of people, including myself, man, it's like once we start to go down, we're like, fuck it, I'm going to take everything down. And it's like, it don't have to be that way. Bro, you could just simply lose your shoes. You don't got to lose your whole outfit. Now you're out here butt naked. You see what I'm saying? Like, you in the middle of the street butt naked, but you could have just been a nigga with no shoes on. Like, and maybe somebody wouldn't even notice, but now we definitely notice. You're fucked. And you're going to jail. Like, you, without shoes, nobody might stop by and be like, hey, man, you need a ride, bro? You good? Like, what's going on? Nah, man, I lost my shoes. Now you butt naked, bro. They, the police drive by, bro. You, you got to go. They can't let you just, all right, well, um, hope you make it home safe. No, nigga, they have to take you. They have to, they, they, they got to take you somewhere. I'm not saying that you have, you, you have to go somewhere. Even if you can explain yourself, they're not finna just let you just go walk off. No, they got to take you now because you, you had to keep going. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying that metaphorically, y'all. I'm just saying, I'm speaking about this whole thing metaphorically. My whole thing is this, man. 6 9 you know, is like a lot of people. He's just on a bigger scale. And, and unfortunately for him, when his time comes, because at this point, I feel like it's coming. He just, he, he didn't know when to stop, you know? And it's, it's like, I tell people, I told somebody this not too long ago, too. I said, man, life is like gambling. You got to pull out on top. That's how that's how people win. You know what I'm saying? They don't just keep going and keep going all night. That's how they burn out and crash out. You done came into the casino with ten thousand dollars to spend. You done made goddamn a hundred racks, bro. I think it's safe to say it's it's time to go home. You done made ninety thousand dollars playing the game in one night. Go home, bro. Go home. You know what I'm saying? See, so what Six Nine is doing now is he's just like he's just he's just playing with it. And I don't know, guys. Maybe he's depressed, and maybe he doesn't care if he dies. And maybe he's like, "Fuck it, if I'm gonna die, I might as well go out a bang. I might as well diss all these niggas, expose all these niggas." Maybe he got some anger in his heart that's just so pent up that we can't see it. He knows how to hide it and mask it with all of this colors and smiling and all this other stuff because at this point i couldn't understand why somebody that all of us can see we can look at six nine right now and tell if somebody caught him slipping he he would he would he it's over with it's over with it's over with you know what i'm saying because he gonna fold in every into every level right um why he would continue to put himself in situations like that. Young Thug said what he said, but he didn't really just come at him like that. And you want to come at Young Thug. I'm from Atlanta. Anybody who's from Atlanta knows Young Thug. The rest of the world may see Young Thug as a dude who's wore dresses. And I'm not going to say too much because it's just not in me to say too much about things like this. I'm All I'm going to say, all, all, all I'm going to say is this. And I'm not hyping it up. I'm not on his dick or anything like that. I'm just keeping it real because I'm, I'm, I'm from this city. I'm tapped in with certain things. I've been tapped in with certain things. And I'm just going to say, all, all I'm going to say is this. Young Thug is not anybody to play with. He is not anybody to play with. And I'm going to just go ahead and say this because some of y'all probably already know this. Young Thug takes joy in shit like that. Like Young Thug will dead ass. He will have something happen to that boy and laugh about it and move on with his life. Like, he's not going to lose an ounce of sleep. Like, y'all let all them dresses and all that little play-play stuff that Young Thug do fool y'all all y'all want to. Young Thug is not nobody for, especially not a little nigga like 6ix9ine to play with. That he, there is nothing to play with. Then you need to stop. 
Okay, you 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 you're doing just anybody say six nine name without kissing his ass or something. I guess he just wants to go down there and just get as disrespectful as he possibly can. He don't even just be saying fuck niggas. He want to go pull up shit. He want to talk about their dead friends. He want to talk about what their mama did to them or you know what I'm saying like it's 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 just crazy. Like he been trolling little Reese getting shot. It's just it's just wild. The energy that he puts out there because of this internet thing. I'm telling y'all, it's the internet. The internet makes people feel so safe. And when I say safe, I'm not saying, oh, hide behind a screen. I'm saying I really think people really believe that karma doesn't come with what they do on the internet. And it does. You really think that you're going to go through life knowing the universe, seeing this, God is seeing this. You have millions of people watching you every day. Even people who don't like you still watch you, see you, okay? Like, you're the most, one of the most watched people in the world right now. Like, let's keep it real. Like, you think that you can go and make fun of people for getting shot and make fun of people who are dead. People who probably never did nothing to you. Like, excuse me. You can make fun of this and third. You can just keep trying people and trying people and trying people. And then you're going to keep testing the universe like yeah i'm gonna be here this saturday and y'all anybody want to see me come see me pussy y'all niggas looking for me you know i'm gonna be at pussy like you know you you and you and you really think it's never gonna happen why because you got 16 security guards but your last album flopped but that money running out you keep buying cars if them really your cars you keep buying cars you keep buying jewelry you got you you say you got 10 million dollar watch on and 1 million dollar watch on but that money gonna run out what do you think gonna happen what's gonna happen in six nine when you that have all these, I mean, you the most obvious looking nigga in the world. I can see you from a mile away. You got all these colorful tattoos. You don't got look and look, y'all. Have y'all seen him recently? He got more colorful. He he put more color in his tattoo. Now he the most colorful nigga in the world. He'll never ever not be a colorful nigga. Like your face is recognizable. Your hair is recognizable. What's gonna happen when your little ass, your little what you was like five six, maybe a buck what a buck seventy? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you gonna do if niggas catch you? What you gonna do? What are you really gonna do? Like, seriously, you ain't got no security anymore because you done fell off. You ain't making no money off rap. You done blew through all your racks. You done blew through all your money. What you gonna do? Do I think it's ever gonna happen if 6ix9ine is broke and can't afford security? No. I, I really doubt that, honestly. But I'm just saying, like, it's not impossible, especially the way this kid blows money. I mean, this kid blows a lot of freaking money, right? Or at least what he makes us think he does. I don't know. But here's the point of what I'm trying to tell y'all, man. You got to be careful. And if you made it that far, just go ahead and prepare for whatever is coming to you. Don't add on to it. Because now you're being selfish. Most of y'all got children. Six nine got a got a daughter, don't he? He don't want to be alive for her. So what was the, so so what you how you gonna say all this stuff about you got out of jail? Um how you gonna say all this stuff that you got out of jail um, because, you know, you care for your daughter and all that. She's more important than trying to impress people with the whole ratting thing, right? Not ratting versus ratting thing, right? But then you out here living like this anyway. So at this point, you would have been better off in jail because at least you'd be alive. You know what I'm saying? Now, you the way you living, bro, it's, it's, I feel like, honestly, it's like at this point, if six, if 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 I live to see seventy years old, right? Which at that point six nine would be about sixty something years old, right? And this nigga don't ever get at least beat up, jumped, chased around somewhere, nothing. I don't I don't know if I really just would live by the same theories of life anymore, 
Because I've, I've never in my life seen somebody push out so much negative energy. And yes, he does it with a in a positive like way. When I say positive, I mean like he's not like, yeah, man, I hate these guys. He's like <laughs> laughing and carrying on. But still, I've never seen somebody just do so much negative shit, say so much negative shit, and it, nothing ever happens to them. No, 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 no. And you see, what he don't realize is that to a certain extent, he could have came out of jail and had a second chance and had a second had a second way of doing things. So, you know, what? I'm not going to do the gangster stuff no more. His first song, Catch Him at the Chicken Spot, Shoot a Couple Shots. Like, it was like, I'm back gangster. Like, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's just crazy. It's, it's just really, really crazy. And I think it's gotten so crazy. That's why some people don't talk about him. They don't watch him. They just ignore him completely because it's it was literally, it drained a lot of people. I remember watching like older rappers do interviews like Lord Jamar and them or whoever. And they just looked drained talking about this kid because they I think to them it's just, it was a clear cut sign of the times. Like 6 9 is a sign of the times. When you see th- things just become so systems that have been in place for so long just get completely shattered it's a sign of the times it's a sign of different time it's a sign of a new era i mean like once again this is a mexican blood he still throws up the trayway i just seen him throw a trayway the other nine trade the other day recently and i remember just the first thing i know i said damn he just threw he just threw billy up like he's still throwing up billy he i mean this this kid is like who like who the fuck it's like, it, it, like you know who he is, and you still want to ask, who the fuck is this kid? Like, you know exactly who he is. Daniel Hernandez. Like, he's one of the only rappers that we call by his government name. Like, it's Daniel Hernandez. Like, but it's, it, you still, in 2021, like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, we're never going to forget this guy. We're never, he would never fall off because we'll never forget him. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's, it's, it's just crazy that this kid is willing to sacrifice his life to be a story. And what does that show you? That shows you the real power of what social media has done to people. Do you really think if you were to take 6ix9ine, put him in a time machine and make him start his career, but let him do it in the 90s, you think he'd be moving how he's moving right now? No. He, no, he, 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 he can't get no likes, no views. Like clout is messing people up. It's, and this is 6ix9ine, this is yes, but this is also a lot of things. You know, this is a lot of things. There was a guy, he goes by John Gabbana now, but he used to go by Bunk. He was stealing stuff from stores and, like, running off, and he was um, doing all kind of crazy stuff, and he went and tatted his whole face up. Now he's a Christian rapper. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 this, this, it's, it's, it's messing people up, man. The social media things. And, you know, it was crazy because I talked to my sister uh, not too long ago. I think I talked about this in the episode where I talked about the Internet. And I, and I think I told you, but if I didn't, I'll tell you again. Like, we talked about what would happen if the Internet was a shutdown, right? And it's like, I'm starting to think, like, maybe that'd be a beautiful thing. Maybe could, people could really figure out who they are. Like, a lot of people who are so cool will have to just kind of just be themselves again. And they won't have to be this character that takes over them. You know, so a lot of people on the Internet right now being fake positive, they're really miserable in real life. They're miserable. And if it wasn't for those little memes and them little videos that they make, they'd be even more miserable. They would have killed themselves. Like, I think social media is literally killing people, but it's also keeping some people alive. If, if you took social media away from somebody, 
they, they kill themselves. They not they they can't they get they have become so used to uh, instant gratification and and things like that. It's like a drug. It's literally they're addicted to it, bro. Like look around, bro. I seen a video of this fat guy. They call him like the fat Jew. He like jumps into this pool of um. I forgot what it was, and then he lands into like no, he jumps like a water slide full of like I forgot what it was. I think it was some type of sauce, and he lands to a pool of sauce. And all I kept thinking to myself was like, okay, so if there was no social media, would you have woke up this morning like, hey, you know what would be funny? I think I should jump into this, this all this food and shit like that on the roof on a building in New York. No, you wouldn't do that. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I feel like social media is, is changing people, bro. Like look at the way some women really are, the way they move, the way they think, the way they act, bro. I don't care what they say, but that's social media, bro. That's they are complete products of social media. Social media has our women walking around thinking like they the shit. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They're gonna treat anybody how they want, and they'll just you know life will take care of them. Oh well, I'll figure it out later. I'm going to twerk. I'm going to get on here. I'm going to sell OnlyFans. I'm going to show guys my tits. I'm going to wear see-through shirts. And, you know, oh, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll figure it out later. Life will take care of me. Some some man will come scoop me up and pay for everything. I'll figure it out. Oh, well. These kids, they, they want to post up with all these guns. And they want to do all this crazy shit on camera and disrespect each other and lives. And, and they and they pissing on people's grave. Look at that. Look at this guy. Look at this idiot. He goes on Facebook Live, pisses on his 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 op, his op's grave, right? Then he turns around, and a week later, his daughter gets smoked in the car with him at a McDonald's in broad daylight in Chicago. Rest in peace to uh, Jaslyn. I have an episode about that too, y'all. Go check it out. I went in on that nigga. I went in on that nigga. I went in on that bitch-ass nigga. And then now he wants to be a rat. Like, this, these niggas just doing whatever they want. And, he, and I'm telling you, y'all don't want to believe it. You don't want to see it. But it's social freaking media, bro. And it's not social media. Social media, to me, is like a gun. Just like a gun. It ain't about... It's not, it's not about the gun. It's about the motherfucker holding it, right? You know what I'm saying? It's not about social media. Social Facebook ain't... Instagram not like, hey, if you don't get enough likes, we're going to kick you off. Hey, if you don't, you don't do stupid shit, we're going to kick you off. No, they just it's just there. There's people on social media also doing motivational videos. There's people on social media praying for people. Like, I watched a dude pray. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I did a prayer with him. I didn't even know him. I'm not saying I did it with him, but he said, he's like, say this prayer with me. I did a prayer. Like, there's, and there's also people on social media, you know what I'm saying, um, doing stupid shit. Making fools out of themselves. And we're sitting here and we laughing and we consuming and we laughing. And every time we watch that video, he don't care. He don't care if he, it, 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 you know what it's doing now? It's it, it, it's really, it's really pushing that whole 15 minutes of fame and all, all press is good press mentality into people's heads. You have people going viral. And if you go click at their video, the, the comments are just pe- people literally saying to them, bro, you're stupid. This is dumb. Delete this video. You're lame as fuck. Blah, 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 blah. This is so disrespectful. Like, who raised you? Like, where's your mom at? There's people. And you, and they, you know what they did? You know what they do? Instead of saying, man, you know what? I guess I'm not going to do this anymore. That didn't work. I didn't get positive feedback. I got negative. They say, okay, bet. I'm going to go do it again. And they keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it, bro. And, like, what's crazy is they don't lose followers. They gain followers. They gain followers, bro. Like, it's just it's ridiculous, bro. It is becoming ridiculous what I see on the internet these days. 
So six nine is a product of this generation that is that's going through this 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 thing. And like I tell y'all, what I, what do I tell y'all all the time? Um, my friends with benefits. You know that, that that's the name of us, our group. We're the friends with benefits. Raw sex. What do I tell y'all all the time? Friends with benefits. What do I tell y'all? I say our generation is guinea pigs. We are lab rats. We are doing a bunch of shit, and we don't even know what the long term results. Are. We don't know. We don't know what twenty years of social media looks like. We've never seen a 60-year-old sit in front of us and say, man, hey, look, man, I need to st- be careful what y'all put on the internet, man. Because let me tell you, when I was y'all age, I was on there doing some dumb. We don't even know what the fuck that looked like. We we are going to be the 60-year-olds. So while we're here, we're just going fucking bananas. It's like, we're like, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's do as much as we can. Let's get it on. And it's just crazy to me because it's like, yo, like we have no idea what this is going to lead to. We have no idea what are going to be the long term results. We don't care about if we're going to one day need a job and they're going to be able to look at these things. We don't care about what our kids might think when they see it. These videos. I want you to think right now. Ask yourself a serious question. And maybe you can't answer this question because you don't have dumb shit on the internet. I know I do. I have some certain some things. Um, maybe not anymore, but I definitely at one point had some things that I would not have wanted on the internet for my kids. I want you to imagine right now your your son or your daughter coming to you and showing showing you the shit you doing on the internet. Whether it, whether some of y'all think y'all better than somebody else because y'all don't com uh, y'all don't have videos. What about the comments you've posted? Huh? What about the stuff that you've watched and that you've entertained and indulged in? If your daughter was to come and show you them same videos, how would you feel? What about the people you follow on Instagram? You know what I'm saying? If your daughter was to come and show you, like, Mama, I want to be like this person. Would you Would you still want to follow them? Would you still respect that person? You see what I'm saying? Like, this is what's crazy. And can I can I go off on a quick tangent here? I want to say something to some, some people. Um, I've seen this... This this happened the other day. It's a little small argument I read where this girl was telling this guy that all he does is sit on Instagram all day. And I mean, he just he justified himself. But in my mind, I would and I wanted to comment and say this, but I didn't want to get it in it in their little argument because I could tell that they actually know each other. Like this isn't just like some random chick. Like this is probably like his ex or something like that, right? So I didn't want to get involved with a little drama, but I wanted to say to her, the only way for you to know that he's on Instagram all day is you have to also be on Instagram all day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how else do you know that? So I want to talk to the y'all people really, really, really briefly who think you're better than other people because you scroll all day and you, you scroll in silence versus the people who actually get active and maybe post things or at least like and comment on things you're more weird than them because you're sitting on instagram all day all day probably more than these people are you know saying which i don't know sometimes like even me i'll post something or whatever like that because here's how it will work i'll be busy i'll be doing something i'll be in my classes i'll be doing my lessons i'll be reading a book i'll be reading something i'll be watching an instructional video or something like or i might even be in the gym and somebody will send me something. And I tell people this all the time, man. Most of the stuff that I post, I get from other people. Somebody will send me something. I will click the DM. I'll open it. I'll check it out. I'll press the copy link. I'll go to the repost app. I'll repost it just like that, right? It's that simple. That shit took me maybe no more than depending on how long the video was, plus the time to repost it. 
is maybe about a minute and a half, two minutes the most, right? So my whole thing is this, like, you sitting there scrolling for five, ten minutes, it took me maybe five minutes to post that, bro, you're on Instagram just as much as me or anybody else you talk about being on Instagram too much, social media too much. I just, I just tired of people who, who feel like because they don't do one thing, they're better than the person, but they're still doing the other thing, though. So, yeah, you don't do A, but you still do B. You're not any better than them. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I just wanted to throw that out there right quick for all y'all who are who have so, so much bullshit to say. You know what I'm saying? I could I've had a I've had one of my friends tell me that before and I remember I, I told her that. I was like, okay, but I see you were one of the first people to watch everything I post in my story. Meaning if I post a story, if I check it a minute later, you're the you're my first viewer. So you're on Instagram just as much as me. Okay, you have nothing to post. That's because you're just a naturally boring person. I didn't tell her that part though, but still, like, you know what I'm saying? Like she wanted to, to kind of make a slick comment. Like, you you always on the ground. I'm like, and I got mad, I ain't gonna the cancer in me came out, like sensitive. I was like, um, okay, but every time I post my story, you're one of the first people that watch it. So you're on Instagram with me. She was like, I see you always taking shit to the heart. I'm like, no, clearly you meant it to go to the heart. Whatever. Anyway, so, like, back to what I was saying. Like, this stuff is really changing people. It's, it's, I mean, just, I mean, okay, well, let's just look at it from what I just said, right? I mean, this is two people arguing about this. Like, what are we arguing about if there's no social media? Let me, let me talk about this, because this is what we talk about a lot, too. We talk about black women, right, on this show. Then we talk about black women and what black women are and aren't doing, right, and what black men are and aren't doing. What do you think? Seriously, let's let's be real now. Let's have a really candid moment here, right? What would be your perception of black women if social media never existed? I mean, now, now you got to get a little deep because now you got to think to yourself um, about, you know, the fact that, like I said earlier, social media has done a lot of, a lot of mental conditioning for our women, right? And and it's made a lot of things okay, and it's given them a lot of leeway to do things. And I've said this in a a recent episode where I talked about how a lot of them are getting by off potential. Not what they actually bring to the table or who they actually are, but just the potential of what they could possibly be or do. Um, So the, the question is, you know, what would be your perception of black people? What would be your perception of, of, um, I feel like a lot of people, if they only had to rely on the news, for example, which they probably don't even watch, which I don't blame them. Do you think that they would have hated Trump as much? I'm, I'm just saying, like, just think about how everything. Because here's the thing about it. Some of you are probably like, well, I don't be on social media that much. I don't, I don't want to hear that shit. Because guess what? We live in a world of, of um, synergy and people being around us, the transmitters. So therefore, you don't have to be on social media at all. You talking to John at work, you talking to Katie at in class or on campus, they have enough social media in them f- for the day to pass on to you. Half of their ideas that you think are just generic and organic and I'm um, not generic, um, general, shall I say, and organic and genuine. That's probably really the word I was looking for. Genuine and organic, natural thoughts, mentalities, feelings, opinions, all come from social media 
Uh, I'm not saying they didn't generate these feelings and these patterns and these opinions themselves. It's just that it was so something they saw on social media that provoked that that mentality, that way of thinking, those thoughts, those patterns, those opinions. And now they're bringing them to you. So even if you don't watch social media, even if you're not really big on the gram, even if you're not, we are all still somehow, some way being influenced and dealing with the products of social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've had to catch myself, man. I remember there being several times, especially in the last more recent years, right? Where I remember a specific situation where somebody invited me somewhere and I didn't want to go. My first mind, my natural mind was like, nah, I'm straight. Y'all niggas just call me when y'all get back. Then I started thinking. I said, hold on, wait, they got that. Such and such over there, and oh, they got that little one spot with the, with the with the cool looking food and shit. That would be kind of cool for the gram, and that was literally the only driving fact that I had in changing my mind and deciding to go to the venue with these people. That was it. It wasn't my friends and the vibes I knew they were gonna bring. It wasn't you know, hmm, I might meet somebody cool. I might meet my next girlfriend. It wasn't I might find some pussy. It wasn't. It was literally. It wasn't, I might be able to catch a play. I might be able to make some money. It was literally nothing more than this is going to look for the, this is going to look good on the gram. This is going to look good on the gram. This is going to help me build my gram brand up. That was it. That was it. That was it. And some of y'all listening, y'all may not admit it, but y'all guilty of the same thing. It was the gram. How many, okay, let me ask you this. How many of y'all? The only reason why you remember certain things you've done in life is because you had your fucking phone out the whole time. And now you can go back and watch the video. I had to tell one of my friends that one time, man. I was like, bro, I was like, you're going to miss all of this to make sure you catch it on the phone. And I, and I know I've been getting better because, you know, I took a couple trips last year um, back to back. And I remember... I, now I look back at the footage and I see I have a lot of footage, but I'm like, oh damn, I didn't videotape us when we did this. Oh, I didn't get, I didn't even get that because I was trying to enjoy it. Somebody once told me some real shit too. He said, man, these days, man, you either going to what he say? He said, here's what he said. He said, you either going to um, live in the moment and enjoy it, or you're gonna videotape the moment and enjoy it later. I mean, it's it's it's, it's really choice is yours. How many of us right now could go do some lit shit and not pull out our phone? I go do lit shit. That's the first thing I do. I pull up my phone first and then I enjoy it later as if I have enough time to enjoy it after that. But I got to catch the video first. How many of y'all do that too? Think about it. You, 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 you go somewhere and you, you, you know, before you actually take the time to sit down and actually enjoy what you're doing, you tape it first. You take a picture first. How many of y'all go out to a restaurant before you pray for your food, you take a picture of the food? How many of y'all take the picture and don't even pray? Can't even say thank you to God for putting you in a position where you can eat good food like this. So you can go out there and do extra stuff in life. Think about it. Going to a restaurant, that's extra stuff in life. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But you but you can make sure the gram see what you're eating today. Y'all look at me. I'm eating good. Yep, yep, yep. Think about it, bro. Especially for, for y'all who maybe not be deep Christians, but you do believe in God and you, you want to do right by God. When the last time you prayed at a restaurant, 
but you're not embarrassed at all. You have no shame. You have no, you know, nothing. You, you don't think it looks stupid at all that you, you rush to pick out your phone as soon as the plate is put on your table. As soon as the plate is on the table. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me get, let me get a picture. You hungry as hell. You got it, but you got to take the picture. And then you got to get the picture right. Hold on. Let me take another one. This one. Mm -mm. I ain't even get the whole plate. Let me get, hey, can you move your hand? Thanks. Okay. Uh, you know, let's take a picture. How, how often, guys? Here's one I know a lot of y'all probably probably have done too. How many of y'all have almost almost damn near crashed your car trying to be on social media, trying to be on a live, trying 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 to go trying to go live? I just saw a video the other day. A bitch did crash the car while she was on live, and she's so social media out. You know, she, instead of just being like humble and being like, "Damn, man, I done fucked up, y'all. Let me get off live." She she tried to play it off. Whole airbag in her face. She talking about some um. What she done said? Oh, well, some shit like that. And she kept driving for the, for the gram. In real life, that bitch would have been like, oh, shit, I'm tripping. But for the gram, she got to she gotta be funny. Oh, this is a good... We always, we always look... We always just waiting for our viral moment, ain't we? We all waiting for our viral moment. Oh, I'm on live. I just crashed. This is a viral moment. I know I'm finna go viral. Let me go ahead and make a little, little joke right quick. And I, guess, I mean, I guess to a certain extent, that's cool because, you know, she got to put some positive energy during a very negative situation, right? But at the same time, like, it's just like, for the gram, though? This shit is serious, bro. You got this man willing to risk his life. Risk it all. For a bunch of people he don't know. Like, have we, have we grown to become that lonely? Y'all know me, man. When I talk like this, I'm not excluding myself. So I don't anybody think I feel like I'm being arrogant or big. I'm never excluding myself. I'm talking to all of us, including me. Have we have we grown to become that lonely? Are we that lonely? Are we that sad in life? Are we that desperate? Are we that arrogant? I mean, we're like everything bad. That this is this is what it's coming down to. You out, you out with your family, and you scrolling the ground. Bet you would cry right now if all of them died, though. You out with your boyfriend, and you all in the ground. You out with your girlfriend, and you all on the ground. You out, you out with your friends, and you all in the, you all in the, all in the camera. Can't even enjoy yourself. I've seen it. I've I've seen it, bro. I've seen a group of girls coming to a place. As soon as they sat down, they all had faced all, all of them were in their phones. And the only times that they interacted with each other when it was time to get on the camera. That was it. And then it, it, went, it went from smiles to straight face real quick as they edited their videos to post on the gram. That was it. I've, I literally watched it happen and I wanted to say something so bad because y'all know me, man. But I was just like, this is not my place, man. Let them do what they do. I'm talking about they literally walked into the building. They sat in the section next to us, Right. And I just, and it's like, you know me, I, I pay attention to things. So I started to like peep. I'm like, damn, they ain't said shit to each other. It's like, do they even know each other? I, Cause I really wanted to see what the vibe was. I slit wanted to talk to one of them. But I'm like, you know, it's different when you walk up to a group compared to um, catch one by themselves. So I'm, I'm trying to fill out their vibe to see what type of friends are they. Are they like 
coworkers? Are they real friends? You know, because these, these things play a role in how I'm going to approach this situation here. That's I noticed, like, wait, these girls ain't said a word to each other. But the only time they, they, they become best friends, I'm talking about you would think that these girls were, like, damn near gay. You know what I'm saying? For each other. I mean, the way that they started acting when, um, y'all give me one second, y'all. Hold on, I'm just going to jump right back in. You would think they were damn near gay the way they they started acting when one of them lifted their phone up. Hey, real quick, everybody smiling, dancing, twerking. You know what I'm saying? Pouring shots, uh, sh- uh, holding up their little hands and putting their little feet to put. You know how, how these girls uh, put their feet in, start standing bow legged and shit to be cute. Yeah, they were doing all of that. They was doing all of that real quick once, once the cameras came on and a little flashlight. Oh, it was, it's like action, it's like a movie. <laughs> it was like a movie set, man. Y'all living in movie sets, man. Y'all, y'all some movie stars acting. Real quick, just different. Just hey, that shit crazy, man. And they did that the whole. I would say we was there for like what? Well, I was if I had to guess, y'all. I ain't even gonna lie. For about like they would, they they would probably like an hour and thirty minutes, bro. That was that was the whole vibe. Then they got up and they left. Probably went to another spot to do the same thing, bro. They probably, without the cameras on, if I had to, if if I had to, because yeah, I wasn't stalking these girls, like watching them. It's like the way, the way the way the place was set up. I couldn't look where I was supposed to be looking without seeing them and peeping what was going on because their section was like next to ours, but it wasn't like next. It was more like directly, like kind of like in the corner of in front where. Everything was going down. So if you're standing, if you were sitting where I'm sitting, and you're looking in that direction, it wasn't even. I wouldn't even say your peripheral. It was just in your like outer view. There they are, and they were on their phone the whole time, the whole time, looking miserable until one of them decided to pick their phone up. And they only picked the phone up when things were happening. So when a different, a certain song come on, when their food came, when the drinks came, and the hookah came, that's when, that's when, y'all, y'all see what I'm saying? And it's not just females who do this. This is men, it's white girls do it, black girls do it, Spanish, Asian, mixtures of people, diversity, gay, straight, rich, poor. It's just what I'm trying to tell you. This is not just a one, this is not a one man game. This is, everybody's involved with this, man. This is, it's, and it's getting crazy. And it's changing us, y'all. And it's and it's taking the better parts of our life. You know what I'm saying? Then you got people on Instagram getting depressed because they're looking at people live these so-called great lives. And they're like, well, how come I can't live like that? Why am I life so terrible? They don't even know that these niggas is capping or whatever the case may be, which they don't owe us no explanation. But I'm just saying, like, that's they, y'all, it's just, it's, I'm t- hey, it's destroying people, bro. It's destroying people, man. 6ix9ine is about to let this stuff ruin his life. He was, he, in my opinion, I'm going to just say it, and some people are not going to like me saying it, but God gave him another chance. He really did. God said, here, go back out there. And what did 6ix9ine do? He came back out. He's still disrespecting people. He's still doing all kinds of stupid stuff. He's still out here trying the universe, telling, basically telling God, like, look, man, can't nobody stop me. Can't none of these niggas stop me. And honestly, he's really, I would say the only thing that's really protecting 6ix9ine right now, based on how I believe energy works, is the fact that the niggas that he's doing these things to, these are not, like, let's keep it real, these are not good niggas. Like, these, it's not like he's just doing good people wrong. 
he's doing people who probably deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody wants to talk about 6ix9ine making fun of Lil Durk's cousin for being dead or whoever I think it was that got killed. But let's keep it real. Lil Durk and those guys have made whole careers based off of dissing dead people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about Lil Durk in particular, but these guys, that's just Chicago's way of doing things. So, you know, that's the only, I think, safety net that 6ix9ine really has right now. He's not coming at Chance the Rapper. You know, he's not coming at Kanye West. He's coming at Little Dirk, Chief Keef. I mean, these guys are, are savage people. Lil Reese, you know, who has videos of him doing all kind of crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, this, this is who 6ix9ine is coming at. So I feel like that's, that's the only safety net he has. But what if I told y'all before about karma, right? What if I tell y'all before about karma? When karma steps to you, bro, he don't care what everybody else did. He not coming to do. He don't give a damn about all this. Well, he's a bad guy, too. Karma's like, look, I'm going to deal with Lil Reese and I deal with Lil Reese. I'm here for you. Who told you you can make fun of somebody after they get shot in the head in a video while their eyes roll into the back of their head and they bleeding out their mouth looking like they're going to die? Who told you you could do that? Huh? That's how karma stepped to you. Don't get, you don't want to hear all that, but it's Lil Reese. He's the Grim Reaper of Chicago, and, and, and he's he's a bad person. He's probably killed people before. Look, look, karma don't care about none of that. Karma don't care about none of that. Why do you think Lil Reese is getting shot in the head and, is, and being put on tape? So Lil Reese is getting his karma from the stuff that we, that we know he done did, Right? But it's your turn now. You gotta be very careful, man. Like, like, like this, this, this kid is literally digging a hole. How, how many of y'all can honestly, genuinely say, "Come on"? What I like about this podcast right now, while it's in this developing stage, maybe one day it won't be this way. But is I can ask you a question, and you could be in the comfortable uh, safety net of your bedroom or your car, and you can actually answer it genuinely. So why don't you guys just ha- start to have some genuine moments when I ask you these questions? Stop lying to yourself. How many of y- y'all can think think of a time in your life where you have been in a hole with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your family, your friends, your job, your education, yourself, with God, who with with just life? You were just a rolling stone, bro. A rolling stone on a on a downward hill, right? Right, going oh, heading down on a hill, right? Right. How many of y'all can genuinely say that instead of just saying, okay, I've, uh, I've done too much, y'all just kept fucking up? I used to be the king of that shit. What? I would get, I would get me and somebody would get into it. It would start off with one way. I'd be like, oh, so we're not friends no more? All right, well, fine. I'm going to show you why you shouldn't be my friend. And I had to start to learn, like, damn, bro, you really fucking yourself over because now you're going to get stupid karma. This person, you ain't ever going to be able to be their friend again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Surprisingly, a lot of people forgave me and was still my friend, I guess, because I was such a good friend while we were good. And um, I don't know. I guess they were over, over the bad. But I done said some very foul things to people. You know, I threw a lot of things in people's face. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, I had to tell myself, like, you can't do that shit no more, bro. You can't. You already done got down here. It's time to just chill. And that's what I've been doing lately, bro. And it's been working for me. I'm not saying I've been the best at it. And I'm not saying I'm just all the way right. But I'm way, way better than I used to be. I used to be a savage. I used to be a monster. Like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I really think I was demon-possessed. And I know I was probably demon-possessed. When I used to have sex with girls, man, not going on top of it, like, if there was a mirror and I could, like, be smashing her, when I look, when I would look up in the mirror and look at myself, bro, I had like this like sexual face that was just weird. It was like this look like I'm about to 
I'm fucking the shit out of this bitch. I'm about to ruin her life. Like, I used to drag, like, I would try to, I would, I would, I was trying to, I ain't gonna lie, bro, like, maybe some of y'all can test it. I used to be trying to destroy something. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to take her soul. I don't care about her pussy. I'm not, I'm not doing episodes outside no more. I be just coming out here because it's, it's just like the, the, the air and the atmosphere and I like how, how they sound when I listen back to the recordings, then I keep having fucking pricks drive by and motorcycles and lawnmowers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because them engines just sound like lawnmower engines. Uh, y'all ain't really having a real McCoy, you know? But anyways, and it's just better than pure silence, and I don't like the music that I could put in the background. I don't like really doing that too much. I've done it, though, but I don't like to do it. So I like to come out here and get a little background noise so we feel like we're talking, like you're talking to your friend, right? Anyway, so like, yo, this this is getting out of hand. It's getting crazy. I'm going to go ahead and cut this episode short because that kind of just pissed me off. I don't care. But this is getting crazy. It's getting out of hand. And I just feel like, you know, like it's it's it, we we need we need to come to some type of common ground of understanding. Like there's going to have to be something to change. But I don't I really don't think it's going to change naturally or through me talking about it or anybody else talking about it. I feel like it's not going to change until um like you know um it's just it's it's just not gonna change anytime soon like we're gonna have to take a serious break from the internet and maybe once that happens i think maybe something good could come from this but right now man it's it's people are on demon time clout chasing you know, and, and I, I I don't know. Like I'm a, I'm gonna expound on this later on or sometime, but I'm gonna talk to y'all about my theory, and it is just a theory, by the way, before I even say it, that um the internet is the bottomless pit that the Bible talks about. So um because it's, it's endless, it's the only thing I can think about that's actually endless, unless the Earth is not shaped the way that we really believe it is. It's an endless thing demons can come through it obviously i think some people are being possessed through the internet i really believe that energy can be transferred don't take the internet so lightly and think it's just this like outer thing that you can't catch karma from you can't catch demons from you can't catch energy from um i definitely think that it can be used in those ways i think they want us to think that it's just the internet it's just the internet doesn't matter like you know you can talk about people's babies on there you can make fun of people's weight you can make fun of people being dead you can um do whatever you can make fun of it's just the internet no it's different it's, it's not the same as doing it to their face no i think the same things come with it if not worse actually because you know if i walk up to you right now and it's just me and you standing on the stream like you fat as hell your kid is ugly only me and you hear that I go post on the internet, other people see that. There's got to be, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but I, there's got to be more karma to come with that than just me versus you, right? Now everybody laughing, people like, damn, whatever, then they're looking at your kid like, yeah, yeah, yeah she is kind of ugly. Like, I've opened up a whole new worm of whoop-ass, and it is an endless, limitless worm, and that's why, uh, not worm, can, I don't know why I said worm of whoop-ass, I don't know what's a worm of whoop-ass, can of whoop-ass, and I feel like that's where it goes into the whole the Internet is is the bottomless pit. Um, and whoever gets the key to that to that, you know, that angel is going to release the Internet for real, for real, for real, for real. So um, um, 
it gets deep, my theory on it, and it, it's just a theory. I would never argue with anybody ever, or nor would I debate it. Um, it's just a theory. So you guys can probably come up with your own theories on it. If you want to talk more in depth about this theory, um, y'all already know where to hit me up at on, on the gram. Free Band Scholar 2, the number, not the word. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out. Man, be careful on that internet, y'all. Be careful on that internet. Be careful on that internet. Because don't think that just because you see people winning while they're doing fuck shit, it's not ever going to come back to them. I'm going to read y'all a quote, man. Can I read y'all a quote? Okay. It says, Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. All right? That is Psalms 37 in the Bible, y'all. That is from Psalms 37 in the Bible, okay? So don't 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 get too caught up in like, man, I know he doing this, then the third, and oh, they got a PPP loan, and man, damn, I should have got me a PPP loan too, or man, six nine did it, so I'm gonna go do it too, or uh, he's you know he getting away with it, he's still doing shows, he's still getting money, he's still pulling hoes. You don't know, first of all, you don't know how sad that man is in real life. But um, like I said, man, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.